everyone and welcome to our Changing Minds Online Empowering Women series. Tonight is going to be an incredible call. Akina, are you on the line? Uh, yes, I am. How are you doing today, Jessica? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing? I am great. You know, we're getting ready to have a wonderful, wonderful, exciting call. We're going to talk about could angels be the key to unlocking your success? And we have a wonderful guest tonight. She is an author, a speaker, and a doctor of metaphysics. And without further ado, I would love to introduce everyone to Angel Lady, Terry Marie. How are you doing today, Terry Marie? I'm doing really well. Thank you, Akina and Jessica, for this opportunity to share about my favorite subject, angels. Yeah, I am Wonderful. really excited for tonight's call to say I'm really excited about it. Um, I've always believed in the existence of angels, and, you know, I've known very little about them. I have studied the Bible and read about times when they've interacted with humans in the past, and, you know, I've, I've always said, well, wouldn't it be cool if there were angels around us interacting with us today? And, you know, there's points in my life where I actually thought that did happen. I thought there were times where angels have, um, you know, come in, into my life, and I was never really sure. And I'm just really excited. I have my pencil, my pen, my notebook out. I hope anyone listening, as long as you're not listening to this in podcast mode and driving or running, um, you know, I hope you're taking copious notes because this is really going to be a cool show. I'm super excited. Well, we're ready. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, um, let's start. Karen uh, Marie was telling us how you discovered your angels. How did I discover my angels? Well, I think it was about seven or eight years ago. I was in a bookstore, and you know how sometimes you're just kind of walking around and you might have certain sections you go to, but there's this one maybe you feel an energy pull or you just feel guided to go to a certain area, and this book just kind of stuck out to me. It's really very small, not an awful bigger than most of our phones, depending upon the size of your phone. And it was called um, Earth Angels or something like that, Elementals and all kinds of other things by Doreen Virtue. And it just really piqued my interest because I've known about angels and kind of, you know, asked questions here or there, but not really. So... I guess before that or after that, I read the book, and I read it about twice that one weekend with tears streaming down my face because I finally felt like I had found something that helped explain why I never fit in most places, felt like the oddball and the outcast and what some people might call a redheaded stepchild, and my hair is auburn, so you know it kind of fit in one way than one. There's a story I like to, to tell. I was on a plane from El Paso, Texas to Austin. There was a lot of turbulence, not a little bit, but enough for the stewardesses or the, the assistants to have to take their seats. This was long before I started letting anyone know that I was able to 
to communicate with them and connect with them energetically. So I closed my eyes and I just asked the angels to say, please smooth the air so that we are all land safely. And I, like I said, I closed my eyes and I saw with my inner vision two white angels, one on either side of the plane's nose. And within seconds, it calmed down enough so that things stopped bouncing around and the attendants were able to get back on their feet and do whatever it was they were doing. I think they were serving drinks. And the whole energy, the vibration, I'm not talking about the, the plane vibrating, but everyone else's energy went from anxious to calmed down within seconds. So I just kept doing those kinds of things and would go to monthly meetings called angel gatherings where we did meditation. I just use that as a time to just really connect and to tune in. And pretty soon, I guess maybe within a couple months, maybe a year, my friends and clients were starting to call me the angel lady. I was really very uncomfortable with that because it's a big responsibility and I didn't want people to say, well, who does she think she is calling herself that? Well, I didn't. It just comes very easily to me and very naturally. I think it happened that way because there was no one around to tell me that it was impossible or too hard or there were rules or you had to do this or you had to do that. You know how sometimes we just pick something up and it just comes very easily to us, partly because no one says you can't or you shouldn't? Well, that's what happened with me. I just started doing it, and now it's, a, it's I don't want to say it's an everyday occurrence because it's like second nature to me. Today, I actually spent the day in doing something I love doing the most and working with one of my favorite clients in an Angel Dream Team VIP day. And we just introduced her to her whole team, worked with her vision, and helped her connect even more than she already was. And I hope that has answered your question even somewhat. Well, thank you so much. You know, oh, it's yes. interesting. I've also myself um, have had many mystic experiences. And, you know, some people, and I think as you said earlier, some people listening to this might kind of not be sure what we're talking about. You know, maybe you're someone listening in who never had a real strong energetic connection to the supernatural or spiritual world. And there's other people, and I'm one of those people, that always has been um, very, very strongly connected um, to the spiritual world. You know, for me and, and myself, I had my first really kind of strong spiritual encounters when I was a, around 12 years old. And at that point is when I became a Christian. I had a conversion. For me, I had not been introduced to the Bible. I had not been introduced to the story of God. And it was actually through prayer and through meditation that I learned who God was in a really powerful way. And I started to communicate with the divine on a regular basis. And that's something that I still do want, and like you said, every day. And when you are a spiritually connected person, it is something that you kind of do on command, that you do on a regular and daily basis. It is a very you know, normal part of your day. You know, oftentimes people, 
you know, ask, and I'll, well, I'll tell people, hey, you know what, I wasn't sure what I should do, so I just went and asked God, and he told me I should do this. And people often look at it in a strange way. They're not really sure um, about it. And I wanted to bring that up because I know we have women all over the world listening in tonight who will come from many different backgrounds. Can you kind of give somebody some advice? They're that person who's saying, hey, you know what? I've always really wanted to have spiritual connections. I, I believe in angels. I believe I have a guardian angel. I believe in the spiritual world around us. And I know you are a doctor of metaphysics. So can you make it a little bit more clear to someone who's never had that encounter, what that encounter is um, on a really in a real physical way, and how they can begin to access it. Yes. First of all, I would like to assure everyone that this is not about changing your religion, your faith. It's not replacing it. I consider myself spiritual. I did not grow up with organized religion, so therefore I don't have any... Um, the only intention I have is to help as many women and men connect with their spirituality. Some of my best friends and clients practice Judaism, Catholicism, Pentecostal, Christian, are uh, converted. And one thing I'd like to make very clear is we're not praying to angels, not. They are the messengers of the Lord, of divine source, of God, Buddha, whatever you are calling the supreme being that you work with. And there are many times that I go straight to source. And sometimes I call him father because to me it's a masculine energy. So how do we make this real? Sometimes we're asking for help we're asking to have clarity about which path to take, whether it is in our personal life or in our business, our work. What do we do? How do we do it? How do I get from here to where I want to be? And when we take those moments to pray or meditate, however it is you choose to silence what I call the human side or the ego chitter-chatter, that little voice that just always plays these tapes, about why you can't, why you shouldn't, ask all the questions of who do you think you are, you're not good enough, and all of that other rubbish talk. When we're able to quiet that, we sometimes receive what some people call intuitive hits or thoughts, feelings, maybe chills on their legs or their body. Sometimes it is even like a gut feeling. And those are when you want to pay attention because you're either getting some kind of a, a message or, a, or some guidance about doing something or not doing something. When I first became very consciously aware, so I was doing this kind of sort of floating along and not really conscious. And then about eight, nine years ago, I started studying energy healing. And that's when my intuition really started to kick in or to tune in. There are stores that I cannot stay in because the energy feels very foreign or very negative. So if you have someone has stubbed their toe and all you can think about is the pain in your toe, notice during those times that more people who are having bad days or customers or clients no matter whether you work for yourself or someone else, 
having, you know, just an ugly, awful, off day. They come around or they seem to be attracted to you. On the days when you're feeling more like your true self, where your energy is high and you're in very good spirit, those people may come around, but they don't stay as long. They don't affect you as often. What are angels? Angels are energy. They're another form of energy. Source, God, the Lord is energy. It's something beyond our understanding and our knowing that we've been brought up with. They are outside of ourselves, and yet they are also a part of us. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, Okay. (laughs) Did we uh, answer the question or not quite yet? I definitely think we are answering that question. I would love to elaborate a little bit more on what really how the energy we're connected energetically with the world, with God, with angels. Um, from your perspective as a, as someone who's really um, an you know, expert in metaphysics, would you be able to explain that for us? Energy is everything, and everything is energy. Have you ever, our listeners, or either you, Akinya, or Jessica, thought of someone and then maybe later that day or within the next day or two either get an email, a text, a phone call, or someone you're close to mentions that person by name. Yeah, of course, it happens all the time. That is a very simple or it's a simple way of explaining how we're connected. That energetic thought or that intuitive thought or that gut feeling is one of the ways that we know that we are all connected. I am able to sense, and I've been developing this for quite some time and still do, the energy behind what people are saying. I was at lunch with my client today, and the service was really slow. We'll just leave it at that. The food was great, but the service was slow. And the young lady, the waitress, came by at the end, and she says she was having the bill in her hand, and she says, do you want this? And she was asking a question with her mouth, but there was a hidden question behind. And so we went around about this a little bit, and finally I said, I don't understand what you're really asking me because what I'm sensing is one thing, but what you're saying is another. And then she came out with a direct question, and then it was settled. Sometimes when you walk into a party or you walk into an office or a conference room and there are people all over the place, but you're attracted or you feel guided to sit in a certain place. And sometimes when we don't listen to those little intuitive nudges, we wish we had because either we're late or the deal doesn't turn out as right, if we're giving discovery sessions or breakthrough sessions, those of us who are consultants and coaches and doing other things in business, there are times when you want to follow a certain pattern to ask so you cover all the bases. And then during those moments, there's something else that comes up, a way to really connect with that person, whether or not they become a client. 
but you're really there to give service and to see if you want to work with them or that you can even help them. When we don't listen to ourselves, we're doing not ourselves a disservice, but also the person we're speaking with. Does that help? Uh, yes, definitely. It definitely helps. Uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, for people that don't uh, or may don't, don't even know that they've had the encounter, uh, can you tell us a few steps or a few um, things to look for when you're having the encounter with your angels? Yes, um, absolutely. Sometimes you'll, some people will feel a, a chill like chicken skin or, you know, goosebumps on their body. Um, sometimes no matter what you do, you're trying to get out the door and you end up being 20 minutes late. And you have been planning and everything is ready and there are things that are just, you're just not able to get out the door. Or you plan a certain route and you find yourself going a different way. There are feathers that will appear in your house. Sometimes there are feathers 10 feet inside my house and there's no, there's no way that they should be there, but they are. These are just some simple ways that angels will share with you or show you that they're with you. It's very easy to encounter or to connect with an angel. Actually, that's not true. It's simple, but not always easy. And the reason I say it that way is because a lot of us have preconceived notions that only certain people can do this, that it's against their faith. Here's the thing about angels. They will help you with anything. They are not allowed to interfere in your life, your business, your relationships, or anything else without you asking. The only exception to that rule is if your life is in grave danger and it's not your time to transition from this life to the next. Then they will step in. Need more clarification or are we doing pretty good? No, that sounds really, really good so far. Good. Absolutely. Okay. So we, we discussed um, how you can really just use um, angels to transform your life and your business. Can we, and that's, I know, what a lot of people are excited to get to. You know, how would a person, now we know we can communicate with our angels, you know, what is um, the way that they could really do that? What, how, how can Ask. they do that? Ask. And, and to be more specific and clearer, I, I see a lot of pencils, or I feel a lot of pencils writing. Good. And I'm seeing that with my inner sight. I close my eyes, I'm sensing it, and so I'm sharing it. This is one way my angels help me know that what we're sharing is what's right for this particular audience and whoever listens to this at another time. So, specifically, if you are working on a campaign or a promotion or wanting to apply for a job, to get a promotion, um, to go into partnership with someone. The easiest way, the simplest way is to simply ask, angels, please help me know that I'm making the right decision. Now here comes the challenge. Most often, most people don't believe that they'll get an answer 
in one form or another, whether it's a symbol, a message, guidance, hearing it, uh, an answer from someone, the way their conversation's going, they don't believe they deserve it, they're worthy, or they're special enough. Well, you are. You're more than worthy, you are deserving, and you are special enough. If I can do this after having turned it off for more than 20 years, so can you. It is simple, but it's not always easy. Then when we get an answer, it could be, you could say, angels, please show me a feather. And it could be dead winter. The more open you are about the feather, because you can describe the feather in very big detail, very deep colors, shape, length, and all of that, you'll get it, but it'll take longer. So angel, please show me one feather or two feathers. You're also able to and encouraged to ask for confirmation and validation because we often don't believe that it can be that simple, and it is. So you ask. Um, sometimes I just go where I'm guided. And yesterday I went to my favorite coffee shop to do some work, and I was guided to stop along the way. Okay. I wasn't meeting anyone, so I wasn't going to be delaying anyone else. When you ask for a question, how do you do that? Angel, please help me with X, Y, Z. I am asking for an answer, a symbol, or a message in a way that I easily understand and recognize. That's very important. Angels, I'm seeking guidance. I'm asking for guidance. I'm asking for help. And you fill in the blank about this decision, about applying for this job, or buying this new car, or going into partnership with so-and-so. Please help me understand the message easily so that I understand it and recognize it. Easily understand and recognize. That's the key. You, there's no magic formula how you're going to ask. Just ask in whatever way is comfortable for you. They easily understand and recognize that's the important part because if your angels are speaking Greek or Latin and you don't understand that, you're never going to get it. Your angels, your guardian angels, and everyone has at least two, will connect with you, will communicate with you in a way that you will get. So Jessica, if you are asking for some guidance, and Akinia, you're asking for guidance, and I ask for guidance, and say we each see a yellow butterfly. It could mean the very same thing for each of us, and yet it could be something very different. What's important is that you understand what a yellow butterfly is. Sometimes people dream and they get a snake as a symbol in their dream. A snake can be very good, depending upon what that means for you. It could mean transformation and transition because most snakes shed their skin. That's a transition. That's a growth. That's an up-leveling of your inner vibration, your own energy. You can write a letter to me. right now. Okay. <laughs> almost, um, I actually saw a snake um, on a race about a week ago or two weeks ago. I was, I was running a race in Jersey and I saw a snake one of my first times in probably like 20 years seeing a snake. And then I started to dream about this snake almost every night, not the same snake. And 
some of the dreams were good, some were bad. And then I actually saw another snake. I saw two snakes again hiking last weekend, which was kind of a fluke. And I kept dreaming about the snake. And it was funny because just this morning in my meditation, I asked them, well, why do I keep seeing a snake in my meditation? I mean, excuse me, in my dreams, I asked in meditation, why am I seeing a snake every night? So um, there are no coincidences, are there? It's amazing how we get answers in unexpected ways. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, we do actually have to start winding the call down. We do have a question from someone who's listening in. And before, you know, we're almost at the 930 mark. I want to make sure we get to it. So one of our amazing friends, Doreen Miller, she's been on our show. She is a loyal supporter. We love her. Um, she has a question for us. And her question for um, for you specifically is, are spirit guides the same as angels? And do you have any really um, suggestions on, I think you've answered that part, on how to connect with our angels and spirit guides. But what is the difference between a spirit guide and an angel? A spirit guide and an angel. <clears throat> the difference is the vibration level of the energy. And what I mean by that is humans are very dense. Um, we're very heavy, we're very physical. Spirit guides can often be loved ones who pass on and have a way to connect with us through dreams or intuition or some of the other things we've talked about. Angels are a higher vibration than that. There are no humans except for two angels and they're both referenced in the Bible. I'm not a big Bible person, but I do know this part. People who transition from this life into the next are not angels. They can be guardians and protectors. And the reason for that is because the energy level, the vibration is different. So a spirit guide has is closer to vibration to us as humans and angels are higher. So in order for us to connect with angels and even spirit guides, we must raise our inner vibration, our energy level. So on a scale of 1 to 10, if someone's at a 2 or a 3, spirit guides are much higher than that and angels are higher than that yet. So the good news is you don't have to be all the way at 10 in order to connect. But if you're feeling very negative, very sad, very depressed, you have to get to the next best, highest feeling in order to start connecting. All right, well, thank you so much for answering that question. You know, I think we could talk about this for a long time, and I know there's so many, we, I feel like we just touched on it, but there's so much to go into. But it is almost at 9.30, and we do wind all of our calls down. Um, usually we're really good about ending them on time. So, you know, could you give us a takeaway, kind of wrap up one or two sentences that anyone, you know, listening in tonight can take with them as they really go from this call and how, how they can apply the amazing tips and strategies you've given them to their lives? My pleasure. Stop, breathe, listen, open to receiving the answers, the messages, and the guidance. Believe you are worthy, you're deserving, and you are special enough. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened for you. Seek and you shall find. Then get out of your own way or you can receive what you want. Well, that's some amazing advice. Um, 
Akita, is there anything you want to add before we end our call tonight? Certainly. Thank you so much, uh, Angel Karen Marie, for being on the call today. I am so, so honored that you were here, and I love the information that I've learned from you today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. May I share my website address where there is a blog filled with all kinds of information on angels and inner expansion? Yeah, absolutely. We'd love, to, we'd love for you to do that. It's real simple. Angeldreamteam.com. Angeldreamteam.com. Is it angels or angel dream team? Angel as in singular, dream as in dreams at night, and team, angeldreamteam.com. Awesome. Well, I'm going to be checking that out. I'm excited about it. <laughs> so thank you so much for being part of our show tonight. Um, we'd love to have you. I know that a lot of people were listening in and really benefited from it. So thank you so much for, for being part of our show. My pleasure and honor, ladies. Thank you. Well, it's something that Terry Marie uh, said tonight that resonated with you. Please uh, check out our podcast online.com. We're also on iTunes, uh, YouTube, Stitcher, and Tuned In. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Akina, for um, reminding me about that. And, you know, we always end our call the same way. We let you know. We love you. We are so thankful that you allow us to be part of your journey and really just taking your life to the next level. We are so proud of you for being here tonight and taking time to work on yourself. And um, thank you so much for allowing us to guide you on your journey. Thank you again for being on our call. Um, We love you guys. God bless. Make it a really powerful week. And we are excited to be with you again on Sunday for our inspirational call. Um, Have a really amazing evening, everyone. Good night, everyone.